went on over the weekend. I, I didn't know anything about it. But, uh, but um, what happened, Jed? I, can anyone in the audience see anything different about it? Yay. Yes. Now, I know you love me, Whoopi. Hey, listen, it doesn't matter if I love you. Doesn't matter if I love you. He's married. He put a ring on it. He put a ring on it. He's stuck with me, bottom line. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Welcome back to Deja the View, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that lady and gentlemen. And that lady. <laughs> <laughs> this is our grand return from our hiatus that wasn't planned, but it did happen. It had happened, and I don't know how it happened, but... It happened, and it wasn't right, but it's okay. And today I have two really sweetie pie guests. <laughs> um, firstly, she's out on furlough. <laughs> um, her name is Marie Hudson. Hi. And also with us for the first time ever, the so-called rafting persona queen of Toronto, <laughs> Sean Ross. Hey. Hey. You read my Twitter bio. I did, but I read it a long time ago, and then this past week I was watching that um, Tribal Council from the first season of Survivor, and it, like, suddenly clicked, and I was like, I've seen that somewhere. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you picked it up, because yeah. I don't think anybody else has. It really like hit me hard when I heard it. it I like you texted me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you're here in my home in the studio because um, we have been internet friends for it feels like five years. I think it's like three. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've like spoken to you on every single internet medium. Yeah, except the IRL. That's true. So, and you guys live super close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, closer weird. than I thought. Yeah. We're neighbors. <laughs> yeah, and also it's weird because I like have like run into you a lot around, but it wasn't until today when you were coming to my house that I actually like physically saw you exit your home, which was like yeah. three steps. The universe was like, they're finally ready. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't rush it. Yeah, and I like, <laughs> appreciate that a lot. What were you telling me about? You said there was a makeup artist on The View that was, like, possibly from Survivor. Uh, ab she was absolutely from Survivor. Um, her name's Rebecca, and she's an Emmy Award winning makeup artist for her work on The View. For the special effects. On, on Survivor. The on The View. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't know this, and then um, I recently hosted a Survivor trivia night. Oh, I didn't even know you hosted that. Oh, yeah. I hosted I it. I thought you were just really championing it. No, <laughs> I wanted people to come desperately. Oh. And they did. And I was shocked that they did. Um, but they did. And so I thought that I had written a lot of really great questions for the um, trivia. And so one of them was uh, which Survivor contestant won an Emmy Award in 2009. And the answer was Elizabeth Hasselbeck 
because they won the daytime Emmy for uh, hosts or Mm -hmm. talk show hosts or whatever. Um, And then I was challenged immediately. Oh, my God. By who? Somebody stood up and said, there are two answers to this question. (gasps) Describe this person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, there was a group of probably like five or six uh, gays and... um, I was like kind of excited about that because mm-hmm. most of the crowd was not. And it was at a gay bar. And it was at a gay bar. So right. I was happy to have them there. We let them have one extra person on their team because the limit was five. And um, <laughs> they knew everything. They knew everything. They got every single answer right and corrected this one. Wow. So I was like, who? Like, you're wrong. How could two Survivor <laughs> yeah. contestants win an Emmy Award in 2009? Like, yeah. forget any other year. It's 2009. So they pull it up, survivorwiki.com, and it's Rebecca. Uh, I don't know her last name, but she she's was... She's like a current contestant? Uh, no, she's like an old contestant. Okay. So she was on the season that introduced Parvati and Ozzy. Oh, the race you said season. So it was Poverty. the race season. You're like, this is the season, because I don't follow Survivor. And I was like, whoa, they have gotten really deep. No. <laughs> they did two. a season where they divided the tribes into four races to see which race would reign supreme. Right. But they don't talk about it that way now. Like at the time, it was like, okay. Uh-huh. But now they just call it Cook Island. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think it was okay at the time. Um, but it's more not okay now. Especially, yeah. But um, at the time, they lost like all their sponsors. They what? lost, oh, like, you know, they okay. used to give out a car on Survivor. Yes. An that was the last season. I just thought Rosie O'Donnell bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she did that, too. (laughs) We literally have nothing left to give. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no No, not that she bought every... (laughs) She bought every Aztecs, and so they couldn't give them away anymore. Yeah. (laughs) She Like, she did give those out. Um, So, anyways, Rebecca won. So, Elizabeth won. Good for her. And then, I guess, like, off-camera, Rebecca won. And so, they were both... Um, to Survivor and wow. the award winners. Do you think Elizabeth got her in? Or No, I don't think Elizabeth got her in. Elizabeth has like shunned Survivor um, in a big way post-Survivor, especially like making it on her own after she was done designing shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, when she came to The View, she didn't really talk about it much except in like to explain her except G3 when thing. when they announced her, they played the Survivor theme song. <laughs> Like, and she was like, who, who said that? <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> who said that? You were, so you're our survivor contestant. <laughs> who said that? Who said that? <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So then I guess they sat at the table. They like invited her to the table at The View. And they talked a little bit about Survivor, I think. But I don't know. It was eight years ago, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember specifically. Yeah. I don't remember anything ever. So that's, but like, I never would have known that. So thank you for You're telling welcome. me that. So I sprained my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. So here's where I've been. <laughs> last time. <laughs> Since last time we spoke. So in Toronto, Pride happened and I somehow death dropped or did like a front handspring (laughs) into a split and my ankles broken um but like it was a happy pride 
This episode is sponsored by Icy Hot. <laughs> yes. Marie brought me an, an ointment today to put on my ankle. I actually don't know what exactly happened to it, but I do know that I should maybe go to the doctor, but probably won't. Because there's nothing they can do at this point that you that Icy Hot can't do for you. That is correct. That is correct. But... We had a good pride. Marie and I tried to go out mm-hmm. one night. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get in. Because uh, it was but... too damn late. Because we stayed at Kevin's house um, listening to Tardy for the party for so long that we were literally Tardy for the party. <laughs> we tried to go to a bar. We couldn't get in. So we went to the village and we tried to get into a parking lot and we couldn't get in couldn't get into the parking lot <laughs> couldn't get into another bar yeah and then we went to spirits which is a bar north of the village mm-hmm. where they were having karaoke and we had a double date mm-hmm. <laughs> by accident and that was pride mm-hmm. and then what else happened is we saw we saw the queen we saw the rupaul's drag race finalists mm-hmm. the night before it we found out who the winner was. We did. And that could be the night that I hurt my ankle. We yeah. don't know. Um, I saw them too. And um, since I haven't really watched the season, let me give you my thoughts on who should Please have won. do. <laughs> because they were all there, right? Except for one? Except for um, Trinity. Who didn't win. No. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so people seem to love Peppermint. Yeah. Um, my impression was that people were like, whatever about Sasha Velour. Whoa. I'll like, you finish your thoughts. That's my impression. And I think finish yours and then I'll say like my, yeah, I think, uh, that had to do with like song choice because it's like very old timey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which was a little different than the vibe of the rest of the night, which was very like, toxic right because peppermint did uh every song you've ever heard from american idol karaoke yes but here's who i thought should have won Mm -hmm. shay kool-aid kool-aid she was the best one like my because they did like three rounds basically they did three sets competition and yeah and it felt literally like three rounds of competition like round one i found that i thought sasha won because sasha did Started with some like Edith Piaf song or like something like yeah. really, really twee. And but it went into La Tigra Decepticon with backup dancers, which I which like really resonated for me. That like won me over. Yes. And she yeah. looked beautiful. She looked like a model. A model. <laughs> she was perfect. <laughs> and so I thought that Sasha won round one because then Peppermint came out and did every song, every pink song, like karaoke, <laughs> yes. which for Got me really, started. really like I loved, but I knew that my, for my personal taste is different than like their crowns. <laughs> and then round two, Shay definitely won with the Beyonce lip sync. And then round three, Peppermint won. So I, I left there that evening more confused than I had been upon arrival because th- for me, they like all did like one really good performance and like two like bleh performances. Well, I left there that evening to go to a cupcake concert and <laughs> that was the winner of Drag Race because that was yeah. an amazing experience. That's true. So I guess... 
a lot of I have a lot of things to catch up on that happened on the view. Mm-hmm. So I just want to like do a rundown. But first, um I came up with a game um to figure out where you're at in your like view knowledge, which I already know is it's extensive when it comes to survivor view intersectionality. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I've pretty much described it all at this point. Yeah. So I want to play like a rapid fire game um, called I Have Questions. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Can you give me like maybe like a minute on the clock? Mm -hmm. Is this for both? It's directed at you. It's just for me? Yeah. I know where her head's at. (laughs) Tell me when to. So basically, I'm going to give you names of you co-hosts and I want you to rapid fire as quick as you can the first question that comes to mind that you would ask them oh that's good shit okay Okay. i'm just gonna go through as many as i can in one minute okay i'll do my best and away (laughs) we go sherry shepherd is the world flat barbara walters where are you (laughs) elizabeth hasselback will you please do survivor season 40 candace cameron beret why (laughs) Raven Simone who does your hair Whoopi Goldberg who does your hair (laughs) Uh, yeah who does your hair Uh, Paula Ferris what what's what's the next move (laughs) like after you're fired this season yeah what's the next move Uh, Joy Bahar (laughs) <laughs> um, when are you doing stand-up? Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I have too many questions. First one that comes to mind. Um, when's the last time you talked to Madonna? Oh, Sarah Haynes. Who? Oh, <laughs> that's your time. Who? <laughs> <laughs> True. Cool. Um, same <laughs> to all of those. I actually do have a who about Sarah Haynes because obviously I know who she is. Um, and I think we're getting into it later, but she's pregnant mm-hmm. and my boyfriend texted me when they announced it. That's nice. To I say, that's where can I find that? To <laughs> well, say, I guess I already have it. <laughs> he texted me just the sentence, Sarah Haynes is pregnant. And I looked at it. And I was racking my brain to figure out. I was like, oh my God. To be like, who? I was like, I know this name. <laughs> it sounds so familiar. I'm going through like people that I went to school with, uh-huh. like people I've worked with. Mm-hmm. And I finally had to respond, just like, who? Oh who? My God. And he said, and he said, Sarah from the view. We're over. But he did spell it with an H. So, oh, okay. Yeah. It was I do confusing. that sometimes. But, you know, but yeah, Sarah, that's one of the things we need to catch up about The View on, which is Sarah Haynes announced her pregnancy on The View. Mm -hmm. It's her second child and it's a girl, which we know because they sprayed her with silly string. Yeah. And made a big deal out of it. They did a gag. Every time I think that I like love Sarah and that like I'm okay and like I've put the past behind us. She like does one more thing that I'm just like, (laughs) like when she was like, and and do you guys want to know? Like, do you want to know what it is? 
They're like, like, it's a baby. It's a baby. Okay. <laughs> we know it's a baby. Like, and then they made a big thing of her being like, it's a girl. Yeah. And they did like a gag <sighs> where they panned to people in the audience and they were like, someone has an announcement. God. And they had like actor. Well, like, like audience was, members pretend yeah. that like. <laughs> it was clearly like the producer <laughs> yeah. who had to sit in the audience and be yes. like, could it be me? Like, no way. Yeah. So Sarah's having a baby. And she, to me, feels like um, just like a coworker that you like, like some days and then other days you like, like you would never mm-hmm. hang out with them, but you like, ha- you like love them yeah. because there's no one else. And they're so. like, we're collecting money for like <laughs> yeah. Sarah's birth or like Sarah's pregnancy gift. All of a and sudden like, you have to throw in $20. But, but, and, and you don't even want to give 20. So you're like trying to break the 20 before you go to give the money so <laughs> yes. that you don't have to like ask, ask for, for 10 back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's joining the ranks of Elizabeth Hasselbeck, who had many a baby on the show. Mm-hmm. And this is her second baby on the show. Is um, this Sarah's? Yeah, because even before Sarah she already went... has a baby. Yes, because this she is she had how... one on the show live. <laughs> live. <laughs> Joy delivered it. It was a primetime special. <laughs> this is how you knew that Sarah was going to get hired on the View, is because before she was even announced as a co-host, they had a baby shower for her and what? like surprised her on air, and it was like. She wasn't even an official co-host. It was like, okay, somebody's getting fired. And hmm. Sarah's like coming in to be the new girl. Um, in other View news, Jedediah announced her engagement. Exactly. <laughs> it was like the most annoying thing of being like, I wonder if the audience noticed anything on me today. Like, n- number one, like, no one was looking no at No one Jed. notices you yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. No one was, like, gawking at Judd, being like, what's different today? And no one seemed to care, but they made such a big deal out of it that the audience felt compelled to rise to their feet and yeah. give her a standing ovation for becoming a fiancé. Mm-hmm. So like, what's the congrats. deal with her fiancé? He's hot. I've heard he's cute, but I've seen him in the audience and they don't really show him like head on. Oh, <laughs> I've only seen him sort of from the side Lucky. and behind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I do know that she has made so many statements on the show about him being like the one that if he didn't propose to her, it would be very sad for her because she has been like, she wants this more than she wants any Mm -hmm. Republican candidate to win an election. (laughs) Um, So happy for her, I guess. And Whoopi was not happy for her. No. Whoopi (laughs) was so going out of her way to be so not happy about it that if it was like anyone else, it would have been so uncomfortable. But they have just like decided to accept that Whoopi will not like pander to you or like entertain a, a notion of you being happy she has had it yes. <laughs> officially i think they made the table bigger <laughs> <laughs> just so that it's not as awkward when yeah. Whoopi is like hanging off the side of it like, so she can push looking at the audience back. over her glasses and they can like not 
they you, you know they can put it just out of frame <laughs> yes i think that's why the table's so big now it just gets keeps getting bigger and yeah. bigger so that she doesn't have to like sit next to them in the same yeah. shot looking so miserable <laughs> yeah. there was a season of the viewer whoopie had back problems and she <laughs> everyone sat in like normal like stools that are like hidden <laughs> And Whoopi sat in like a giant purple velvet (laughs) rolling office chair. And it was was just like the, it was like the literally that. Wheel her in and out. (laughs) So that's probably like when the table, they were like, we could get a bigger table. Um, Okay. In other news, while we were away, mm-hmm. uh, Rosie and Elizabeth had their 10-year anniversary of <laughs> their on-air split-screen mm-hmm. feud. Yes. Which, it's hard to believe that was 10 years ago, because mm-hmm. I think about it every day of my life. <laughs> um, and Rosie, like, I couldn't have ever dreamed that this would happen, but Rosie tweeted at Elizabeth and said... <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary looks like a lover's a lover's quarrel. Whoa. Yeah. Rosie has like had such a fucking hard year that <laughs> yes. no one would have ever, ever anticipated ever in a million years. Yeah. So like she's entered her own like black mirror episode now. So I think that she just has accepted that everything is like fucking insane. And she can just, like, do whatever because nothing is serious and Mm -hmm. nothing's real and everything is, like, fake and and weird. In retrospect, like, this is a happy memory for Rosie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Better times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it also means that it's the 10-year anniversary of Rosie Reacts to The View, which is my (laughs) second favorite video on the internet. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know. But it's when Barbara is talking about the fight and Rosie just takes a video of herself reacting to it and goes, lady. That's all. <laughs> um, can I, yeah. Did Elizabeth respond to the tweet? No. Because Elizabeth's Twitter is kind of like a mommy blog now, right? It's like. I, don't know. I feel like it's like not she doesn't even like have the Twitter on her phone. Like yeah. it's like someone else like doing it. Yeah, or she only sit does it when she sits down at a desktop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With her she's glasses on. Too busy making <laughs> breakfast for her kids. Yeah. Which is what she said she was CBO. leaving. Yeah. Chief breakfast officer. Was which was I also like so I think that was also the name of like a chicken burger at McDonald's. It was. <laughs> <laughs> It was the weird one that had like weird little Onions. pieces of like ham bacon on top of it. And it was the one thing I've like ever gotten from McDonald's and been unhappy with. <laughs> okay. That's quite a <laughs> that's shocking to me because yeah. they would literally serve you a foot. <laughs> and I'd be like, mm. <laughs> deep fried. The like um the flip-flop of like elizabeth being my most beloved person from survivor to turning into like literally a demon yeah like still like it's like stay it stayed with me like till this day and it like taught me an important lesson of like you think you know someone but you really don't because i was like in love with her when she was on survivor so was i had a crush i wrote a we've talked about this before i wrote a play (laughs) 
<laughs> in grade six about her. I think you said this on <laughs> the podcast before and I cut it out. Before, <laughs> you cut it like, out. You're, we're in the middle of a game. Right. We're playing a game and Marie was, <laughs> and like, was like, one stop, sec. stop, 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 stop. I wrote a play about how much I love Elizabeth and you cut it out. Well, um, luckily, it's coming up in the View Theater. <laughs> yeah, we have the, the original script. <laughs> yeah, and then like her, when she came out from the island and was a demon, it just like was like it completely taught me like the most important life lesson of like don't fucking trust anyone. Right, which I am, feel like I'm, I'm still learning battling with yeah. every day. <laughs> I truly. <laughs> Um, so another thing that happened that I might cut this out, but so I, cause it was so long ago now, but I listened to a podcast. Um, it's called Rebecca Jarvis, uh, no limits. I don't normally listen to that, mm-hmm. but Jedediah Bila and Sarah Haynes were guests on it. And, um, I just wanted to like share with you my takeaways cause they were talking about how they got to be where they are on The View today and their careers. Well, we know it. Sarah got there by doing her super her Spider-Man death drop. Yes, by being in a viral video. Um, yeah. But I just thought it was interesting because I don't, like, no one knows who they are or where they came from, but they just suddenly are, like, on your TV on The View every day. Excuse me. Being um, like, I am important. Like, you should listen to what I have to say. yeah. It's kind of um, like how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it is more than you know, because they <laughs> because basically, like, they both, Jedediah started out as a writer, and Sarah started out um, as a production coordinator mm-hmm. at ABC and Jed at Fox, and they both slowly started doing unpaid television appearances and just like did that for so long until they both separately were like can i have can i get paid now and mm-hmm. so they like started being like uh reoccurring like talking people on fox and abc like respectively um and then sarah haynes saw kathy lee and hoda and became so inspired by that show it occurred to her that like that's what she truly like needs to do is like host a show like Kathy Lee and Hoda really <laughs> yes so she like went to like I don't know the so eventually she like asked if she could be like a more frequent host and then was eventually like offered the view and Jedediah same story basically she except not about kathy lee and hoda but (laughs) she was like inspirations to us all really yes she was like making no money but was like on tv on fox all the time and also a cocktail waitress oh my god which is like we're at (laughs) spirits (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then she was asked to do an appearance on the view and she had to go to Roger Ailes, who is the CEO <gasps> of Fox, who is now dead. Yeah, um, but who only sexually after harassed. Do not yeah. rest in peace. Yeah. So she said, in order to get permission to do an appearance on The View, she had to personally oh go to him and ask permission. And God knows what. Yeah. What else? And so she said, obviously, like the host was like, so like, what was your dynamic with him? And she said that she never was like sexually harassed or uncomfortable with him and she claims it's because she set up a dynamic of like 
I'm like the tough Brooklyn girl. So she used her like Brooklyn accent that she sometimes puts on when she's like trying to be funny and then never, ever uses any other time. Yeah. So she basically like went in there and was like, I'm from Brooklyn. Like, I'm not hot. Like, and she thinks that that's what (laughs) saved her. (laughs) Yeah. And then apparently, so she asked, she like had a feeling that this could lead to like a permanent job Mm -hmm. but she just asked if she could do like a couple appearances and she knew that or like he didn't think that it would lead to anything like he didn't think that they would offer her she was just some silly gal (laughs) from brooklyn gussing around yeah Yeah. so she like tricked him into letting Mm -hmm. her do the view and then they gave her a job wow yeah. Oh, my other takeaway from this podcast is that Sarah said that she has no interest in politics and um, that she often finds herself staring at Jedediah and like trying to work out what she's saying. And she said that Jedediah makes her believe everything that she's like, saying. You can tell because she literally is like staring, staring at, Jedediah. at Jedediah and making a confused face like, yeah. half the time. Yes. That's what like with <laughs> like her eyebrows are like furrowed. Yes, because you can see that happening. So yes. that was like a big like um, bell, bell, yeah. big like bell that, <laughs> that, that went a, off for me when I heard that. That was a huge bell. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Sarah is still as into it as she was when she saw Kathy Lee? And Hoda. And Hoda. Um. Like, is she still as invested? Because... I don't pick up on that sense of urgency. Like, yeah. see, it when they were in Disney World or Disneyland, yes, absolutely. That was the happiest time of <laughs> her life. That was the happiest time I've ever, ever seen her. But normal time of the year, no. Yeah, so it has made me think maybe, like, if someone's like, going to leave, because yeah. that happens on The View all the time, well, it might be Sarah. Especially since she wore an outfit that looked like she was going to her own like Victorian funeral in that one episode that we watched Yeah, where she was dressed like a madam from Downton Abbey in mourning. So another thing that I need to catch up on since we did this podcast is star Jones is back on the scene promoting her new VH1 show called daytime divas, which uh, I've known about for a while because she for years now has been pushing her novel that she wrote called Satan Sisters. What? Which, <laughs> yes. Like so, back the truck up. Yes, I'm gonna back it up. She, <laughs> after she left The View, she wrote a book called Satan Sisters, which was based on The View. But she wouldn't say like she would say it's fiction it's fiction but then she'd be like but it's based on you guys and she promoted it on the show like many times it sounds like fanfic like inspired by the craft (laughs) inspired by her own life (laughs) so is satan like what's that a reference to is it barbara it's no a reference to all of her sisters at The View, I guess. Like, they're all... She hates them all. I think she wrote it when she was a little scorned. Satan's sisters. Satan's sisters. That's oh. fucked. And, like... What? What's happening? <laughs> like, s- yeah. Do you His mean, wheels are it, turning. <laughs> He's, like, like sounding like it out. Like, sisters of like, Satan? <laughs> yeah, are they sisters of Satan? How Satan is being not, a, like, being a witch somebody? Book? Like yeah. she, I think she's just saying that they're like sisters to her, but they're all the devil. Like she hates right. she hates them all. Right. That's it's a still really to brutal me sounds title. like a movie that like 
um, Chloe Sevigny is obviously in mm-hmm. <laughs> Cleo Duval and Christina Ricci. Laura Dern. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. that woman that played uh, the Stevie Nicks character in American yes. Horror Story yeah, Coven. Yeah, yeah, And maybe Kathy Bates. Yeah. yeah. Gabrielle Sidibay my... and everyone else from Coven. <laughs> uh, so it's not a surprise that when VH1 picked it up to make it into a TV show, they changed the title to Daytime Diva. <laughs> so that people wouldn't assume Ryan Murphy had come up with like yes. another kooky idea. Exactly. And only VH1 would pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, yes. The same network that does RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. now. So. Now that it's making money. <laughs> but so she was making their rounds, um, promoting it. She like always does this thing where... Like she did an interview on Watch What Happens Live where she was talking about it and Andy was being like, spill the tea on The View. But she's just so good at like hinting at things and then like literally like taking a sip. Yeah, making a face and like taking, pretending to take a sip. So she never really like spills anything and she just says like, watch my show. Like maybe it's true, maybe Mm. it's not. Um which is, it kind of reminds me of like Phaedra Parks from Real Housewives of Atlanta because she just never, she never like owns anything, but just like. She literally never owns anything because her ex-husband steals everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Does VH1 do like a lot of scripted drama? Um, Good question. Like when I think of VH1, I think of Behind the Music. America's Next Top Model, oh, the reboot. Shit. I think that they're like, they dabble the way that like Lifetime like dabbles with like their own like like drama series and okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I wish her all the best. Well, that's what Barbara Walters said to her because breaking. BW. Yeah. So Star was on The View and she said that Barbara Walters which she referred to as BW, mm-hmm. wished her all the best th- with the show. So and she was like, yeah, just this week, BW w- sent me a message, like whatever, which to me sounds like um, Barbara, like sent a courier pigeon like three months ago. And it only just now arrived <laughs> yeah. from like the top of the Alps of which <laughs> she's taken, like she's like been hiding out in her yeah. cabin and it finally got to star. Yeah. Because for all the BW heads out there, as we know, Barbara has been missing since November. She hasn't tweeted or done an appearance or anything since Fidel Castro died. So it's I've been left to believe that she is just like a a floating head inside or of a jar. she was Fidel Castro this whole time. Yes. <laughs> so the fact that Star Jones said Barbara wished her well means that she's alive maybe somewhere. Yeah. Or she has a housekeeper who <laughs> is keeping yes. her hostage and sent a message to Star. Like Richard Simmons. Yes. Or BW isn't Barbara Walters. Oh, right, maybe she was, was talking about something like, she's like, someone else. My sister, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Walters. Bobby Wright, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had a sponsor because that would have been a good time to talk about squarespace oh yeah <laughs> blue blue apron yes squatty potty mm-hmm. i would get a squatty potty what is a squatty potty i hate the squatty potty fat um so can't believe you don't know what a squatty potty is it's a uh, it's like a thing you put on your toilet i guess so that your body is positioned in the right way yeah. to it's like, like yeah it's just like a little step stool 
for people who like can't shit properly. Well, it's for I everyone. It. I hate <laughs> it. Everyone. I'm so anti squatting. Because you're like to like posi- if your body was positioned like correctly to release your poo. I know you wouldn't just... be sitting the way that you sit on the toilet. I guess so. It's yeah. kind of like it's a revolution. So do people have these in their homes? Yeah. Like, yes. And they're out like when guests come over. That's my other thing. Because the it's last like, thing I want to just... do is picture. Like that's what I struggle with. <laughs> my friends taking a dump. Yes. <laughs> well, you and I are different. <laughs> Kathy Griffin was a. Uh, uh, Did she get dropped by squad? Yeah, like body? they were. Seriously? No, she worked. What do you call it? Like she had a sponsorship, and yeah. they dropped her after the Trump thing. Squatty potty dropped the Kathy Griffin. Consists of. I guess like, she what did promoted she to name it? drop them like, in her stand-up act. Maybe or like Instagram oh. or something. <laughs> I don't see this. The how this works? <laughs> um, hey, wait. Has the Kathy Griffin thing happened since your last podcast? No, it hasn't. It happened before. Sorry. I mean, it happened during the hiatus. Yeah. Oh. Did they talk about it on the view? Oh, oh they did. They, talked they about sure it. did. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're still talking about it. Yes. Like they all firmly we're like not in support of her right but like joy and- some of them are coming around yeah i think whoopi and joy are coming around they're like we like, feel get bad for yeah. her like we like she just fucked up whereas the other yeah. ones are like i it doesn't matter who i would never want to see a right. beheaded president right but like ugh, i don't know like i feel weird about it because I just don't give a fuck about yeah. it at all. And I can't yeah. understand how people are outraged about it. And I feel like they're like pretending to be outraged. The outrage about is it. so fake. It's yes. absolutely fake. Yeah. And this garbage about <laughs> Baron Trump, who is like, to me, the funniest member of the Trump family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is like unbelievable because as if he was, wa- first of all, as if he was watching TV and like as if he was watching anything the other news. than like fucking like Yu-Gi-Oh. SpongeBob. Yeah. 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 Um and then thought that the comedian Kathy Griffin had beheaded his father and the and first no one he had was, told him and had done a professional photo shoot <laughs> with the head. Yeah. And this is how he was finding out. Yeah. Yes, he thinks like Game of Thrones is real mm-hmm. and that Kathy Griffin <laughs> And no on one it. thought <laughs> yeah. to tell him. Yeah. Um, did you guys watch her press conference? Yeah. Same. I thought you both were going to be like, what? <laughs> it was um, weird. Like, uh... I couldn't tell if she actually, like, I couldn't tell if she actually was sad or she just was like trying to pretend to be sad and then couldn't do it. Yeah. I kind of feel like Kathy Griffin doesn't care. I feel like what she cares about is like, how money. long yes. is my career going to be on hold for yeah. until I can get back to it? I think that it? her upsetness wasn't at, it wasn't at like herself or being like, why did I do that? Yeah. It was like being like, oh my God, my life is falling apart now. Yeah. And her lawyer or PR person was amazing. <laughs> like she was so good. Like, like a fielding the questions. She just would be like, all right, okay, I'm going to jump in here. Like, who cares she's funny who cares (laughs) like very different from the lawyer who is representing the gay cake person yeah 
which we could talk about, uh, I guess, now. Um, if we want to get into some mm-hmm. hot topics, um, my fave that happened probably is the gay cake mm-hmm. couple one um, because this has come up on the view before and is what ignited a feud between raven simone and candace cameron beret this is like an ongoing subplot of the view view, yeah and like it's crazy that the people who like started this or were like at the thick of it are both gone yeah both fired or quit in the same year (laughs) like within months of each other (laughs) but um so basically the Supreme Court has said that they will hear the case of a baker named Jack Phillips, who is, um, he like violated an anti-discrimination law by refusing to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple in 2012, which I think it's so crazy that this happened in 2012. Mm-hmm. Like that's, this is like a commitment to taking this to court. Yes. Like it's gone on so long. He couldn't, he still won't just be like, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, and his, like, issue is that he thinks his religious freedom has been violated. Mm-hmm. So it was a hot topic on The View on, like, this past Thursday. And then they had him as a guest the very next episode on Friday, mm-hmm. which is later that afternoon. <laughs> so. <laughs> He also, he looks like someone who, when you're like, when you're at like a bus depot, comes up to you and is like a scammer who's like, I only need like $7 to get back to Kingston. Like, can you just give me $7? I have a court date. I have to get back to Kingston. And you're like, I know you don't have to get back to Kingston. (laughs) I know exactly why you think that because... He's one of those men who has a, like a white beard, but it looks like he has been drinking or eating too much soup his whole life. <laughs> and the, like the mouth part of his beard is like starting to turn a little bit orange. That's what he looks like. So I understand why, because that's also what those scammer men look like at the bus stop. Yes. To be fair to him, though, he does have a court date. He does have a court date <laughs> that he has to get back to. <laughs> True. It's a big one. So he was sitting in with the ladies of the view with his lawyer, who was not that great, as we said. Um who looked like Christine Baranski. She kinda looked like Christine Baranski. Definitely the same hair. Um and face. And face, exact same face also. (laughs) It's like Kathy Griffin beheaded Christine Baranski. And then stitched it onto this and man's And added lawyer. a piece of turquoise <laughs> yeah. jewelry and a blazer. Her demeanor was Kristen Wiig playing the character of, like, insane lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, because... So they were taking all of the questions from the View ladies, which were all, like, kind of your expected questions. Like, you don't... Like, are you going to refuse service to someone who's having like an abortion or premarital sex or what have you. And he just, he actually handled it really well because his strategy was to just say almost nothing. And he'd just be like, I don't make cakes for all 
types of events, and this is just an event yeah. that I did not want to bake a cake for. His also his strategy was also to talk so low that no one could hear what he yes. was saying on the panel. <laughs> to the point where Joy had to literally ask him to speak up, yeah. which I've never <laughs> seen before on television. But Joy was just kind of like fucking with him because that's like where she was at. Yeah. Like put her thing. off his game. She also asked him like, "What if those people?" From the KKK came in with their sheets all done up and they and they wanted a cake. Would you make them a cake? And he was like, I wouldn't make them a cake. He's like, no, yeah. I wouldn't make them a cake either. But Joy it, has a lot of gotcha questions yeah. that yeah. don't get anybody. Where like she just like smiles at the, the audience, audience yeah. and as though to say like, gotcha. For yeah. approval from the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to smattering of applause <laughs> if I was there I would definitely feel like I have to applaud and laugh at all of her jokes like just to be like I support you but that wasn't your best yeah. well one person was applauding uh, everything that was said during that entire interview everything I feel like good or bad or the lawyer said yeah he'd be like no because that's against God and one person would just smack their hands together so violently. Yeah. It was like you said, it was like clearly his wife clearly. or someone in the audience. Yeah. The lawyer, fucked. the lawyer's approach was to say like every religion is against gay people. Yeah. Or her gay marriage. thing was like, we're not the only ones being bad, <laughs> which I yeah. feel is not like the best like yes. thing to lean on. Yeah. Actually that's argument number two was like, all religion is anti-gay. Yeah. yeah. Argument number us. one was he is an artist and he's sensitive about his shit. And he, he has the right to express himself at the way he wants yeah. as, an arti- as an artiste. Yeah. Which, like, no disrespect to anybody who bakes cakes for a living, mm-hmm. but I'm going to want to see some of his cakes before we start calling him an artist. Yes. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like because literally a McCain's frozen cake. Deep and delicious. Yeah. yeah. With some Skittles yeah, on it. Yeah, something, I don't know, just looking at him, something <laughs> about his demeanor tells me that he's not like cranking out like... Masterpieces yes. <laughs> of cake. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know where these cake makers get off like telling people how to live their lives. Well, he won't even do a cake for Halloween. Yeah. Or adult theme parties. He won't do a penis cake. He won't do... A pumpkin cake. A pumpkin. No no penis, no pumpkins, no gay marriage. <laughs> That's what... they Because they were like, can't you post a sign in your window that right. says, like, we don't... Like, I won't make these cakes. He literally could just put <laughs> no penis, no pumpkins, <laughs> no service. I don't think you can, like, legally do that is the issue. And that's why yeah. well, I, I think find we're about actually- to find out. Like, that's the question. Yeah, like, in the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. But I, like, uh, it's really, I actually, like, don't know what to think of this because I don't really think, like, a cake maker should be forced to make a cake for anyone that he doesn't want to. But also, like, then maybe you shouldn't be in the service industry, I guess. Like, I don't know, like, where to, like, maybe you should just work for your church. It's like, I don't. I wouldn't want a hater to make my cake anyway. Which is what Sarah said. Yeah. So like if I found out that they were begrudgingly making my cake, I'd be pissed because I'm paying them hundreds of dollars. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, so let's just maybe not give him our 
fucking money. Exactly. Then. So it's like you don't want to bake cakes for gay people. Then, then fine, fine, but like there's consequences because you're gonna lose tons of money. And like what's not okay is like him like whining about how much exactly. money he's lost. That's yeah. where the problem is: is him being like, "Poor me, my business is ruined." Yes, and also his lawyer bringing up some seventy-two-year-old woman who is yeah. like facing jail time for discriminating against yeah. gay people. It's like, well, just make the fucking don't cake then. Do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Retire. You're yeah. seventy-two. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> so the this went on for so long. This conversation on the View that eventually it came around to Joy's like final gotcha question, yeah. which was. Don't you think Jesus would make the cake? <laughs> Which I have a lot of like follow up questions to. She like, was like being funny, and the lawyer very earnestly answered, yeah. "Like no, he wouldn't make the cake." <laughs> and Joy was like clearly She's making, like, I doing think he would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like making faces to the audience, and the woman was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> "But I think he would." <laughs> like I don't think Jesus would do that. Thank you. When Sunny finally chimed in on this topic, I just want to mention that she like tried to, she couldn't figure out where she stood on this and she tried to relate it to um, a Catholic doctor having to perform an abortion. And like, all I want to say is she said that she knows many Catholic doctors who have not wanted to perform abortions. That's all. Goodbye. Sunny hang out with many <laughs> Catholic this is doctors coming up in regular conversation. Yeah. The only other thing that struck me in in this thing was that like Sarah was being so so amazing, emotional so, by Whitney. Yeah, Houston. she was doing amazing, sweetie, mm-hmm. and like had her arms crossed and was like. Um, when Jed was like confronting the lawyer, Sarah was like her like little sidekick who's like the muscle who was like <laughs> had her arms crossed and was like staring at the lawyer and I just like wanted her to either like hit the lawyer or kiss her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which would have been equally offensive. Yeah, exa- to the lawyer. yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a really good segment though. Like let's do more of that. Let's do yeah. more of the view ladies confronting yeah. people and like laughing at them like knowing that the conversation is going nowhere (laughs) (laughs) absolutely i think that some of the best guests that they have are like these right-wing figures or republicans Mm -hmm. that are actually politicians or whatever because when they have too many people that agree then it's like jed versus everybody else which isn't as entertaining to watch um and i'd way rather watch like when they had, joy versus um, joy, the world. yeah, joy had, versus the world. What's her name? T- Tammy. 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 Lynn. What's her name? Lauren. <laughs> that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it made like it made like headlines. headlines. Yeah. I th- I thought like for a minute after that like Tammy's gonna be on oh the my view. God, no. Joy, I thought for sure. I think there is a view seat in her future. Another hot topic, which uh, you know that Joy brought this one herself because she. <laughs> was recently attending a Diana Krall concert, <laughs> which she felt like she had to explain who Diana Krall was. And, like, that's valid because it's been a while since I thought about Diana Krall. Well, to be honest, I thought that Diana Krall was 
Canadian? Yeah, she is. Right. And I thought that she was like a Canadian treasure who is like unknown. Who hadn't yet. Like, not broken. unlike Chantal Kraviatsik. Like right. somebody who's very well known in Canada. Yeah. Very well respected. I think that I think that Diana is more like a Michael Bublé figure, where she like broke in America because she like does the standards. You know? Yeah. So whenever she broke into America, I missed that. Okay. I missed that moment. Diana's break break into America. <laughs> so did I, I guess. But it definitely happened like ten years ago. I feel like she is kept going through like. Grey's Anatomy, like her, her um. songs being used on Grey's Anatomy. Um, so Joy set it up, uh, literally like, so I was at the Diana Kroll concert, <laughs> um, and this bitch next to me <laughs> is singing. <laughs> and uh, Joy had to tell her to shut up, basically. Mm. So she was at a concert, and then the person next to her was like singing along with Diana Kroll. And she was like... I wanted to turn to her and be like, oh, are you on the bill? Yes. <laughs> like the topic at hand was literally just like, is that annoying? Yeah. And they discussed. They all agreed it's annoying. Except for Sunny, who had like, who was insecure because she was like, well, when I go to concerts, the artist always asks me to sing with them. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Specifically Sunny. Specifically puts the microphone at pointed at her to sing. Yeah. But also Sunny was completely incredulous that Diana Krall was in town <laughs> yeah. and Joy Behar hadn't told her about it. And yes. Sunny, you-, you need to sign up to bands in town. <laughs> To find out when your favorite artists are coming. But, like, that is so them. Like, yeah. that's them in a nutshell. Like, but you didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, Paula Ferris, I want to point out, was wearing, like, a hot pink 80s blazer. And she, her makeup journey is, like, still going and it's every day her face i feel like they're taping her face up because it's becoming more and more beautiful every time i see her it's it reminded me of like she was a cast member on netflix's glow because she was so like 80s babe for that topic and everyone else was just wearing like normal clothes but paula was like ready to wrestle yeah um i think paula is at an unfair advantage because she's not she has there a whole every week day. to get a to facial prepare, yeah. and like yeah. <laughs> to get rest, watch a YouTube makeup tutorial yeah. and like figure out her look for Friday. Yeah. Just assuming she doesn't do anything else every other That's day. That's her job. <laughs> I'm the Friday girl. <laughs> I wonder if Whoopi left if they would hire Paula full time or if they would just fire her and bring in like another celeb. I think they would bring in another celeb and i think it would be jennifer beals but i've already spoken about that i think that's so <laughs> fucked <laughs> <laughs> it should be tina knowles but that would yeah. never happen mm-hmm. unless no way show to like new orleans you think tina knowles wants it's not a nine to five but a five day a week job no way. Uh, like no way, seven to twelve okay so another topic that was very joy centric was uh, is trashing a former employee or employer considered bad form? So the topic I, uh, that came up was because of TJ Miller, who I only know as like he was on the Chelsea Lately show um, as a 
like panelist um but he's on a show called silicon valley and i guess he like talked a lot of shit about his co-stars and the producers after he left Mm -hmm. um so Whoopi asked do you need to take pot shots when you're leaving a job uh i usually take my pot shots in the morning before i go to my job (laughs) or at pride when you have half a puff of a marijuana cigarette if you want to go there (laughs) Um, so mm-hmm. anyway, everyone agreed it's a bad idea to talk yeah. shit about a former employer when you leave a job, which actually kind of opened my eyes because not that I have talked shit about past employers, but like when I first saw this topic, I was like, yeah, like if your employer is a shitty employer, you should tell people so that they don't work for them. Right. That was like where my head went first because mm-hmm. I'm a child, I guess. <laughs> Um, but then after hearing like everyone without question be like, no, you would never do that. I but was, like, I think there's a difference. Like if you worked at Dairy Queen and your manager was like abusive and like yelled at you and it sucked and you quit, like then, yeah, you can be like, guys, don't work at that Dairy Queen. Like it's really weird and gross. That's but where my head was at if because that's just, where my future is going. But if you leave the Dairy Queen because like you're over it and like, you know, then, yeah, it doesn't make sense to, like, go around being, like, guys, that Dairy Queen fucking sucks. Like, don't work there. So I think there's a difference between, like... Being a high-paid celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I think if if you have reason to be, like, guys, don't work there, it sucks. That's different than just, like, running your mouth for no reason. The way that... Was it Whoopi or Joy... I think it was Joy who was like, yeah, he was just probably saying that because it seemed like a cool thing to say. Yeah, he thought it was a cool thing to do exactly. was what they deduced. Yeah. Deduced. <laughs> so. So, yeah. But then <laughs> Joy revealed. Right. So then Joy said, it's not a good idea to talk shit about an employer. And I'm like the living example because I was fired from this show. And when I left, I told everyone that I left on my own accord and I didn't say anything bad about the show. Mm -hmm. And look at me now. I was hired back. They came to me and like begged me to come back, which if you listen to this podcast, we broke that story two episodes ago when Nicole Chakra went to The View and Joy Behar was spilling that to the audience off Mm -hmm. camera. So something came over her and she was like, I'm going to be real with the fans. Yeah. Maybe they heard the podcast and they were like, well, it's already been leaked. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then you brought up a good point that like about yeah. Rosie. Yeah. I mean, so we all understand. They seem to have a lot of these hot topics where it's like somebody did something bad and we all agree that what they did was bad. Was bad. So this was another one of those. Like everyone's on the same side. Mm-hmm. It's not really a discussion. It seemed like a vehicle for Joy to get this story out and say, <laughs> like, I left on really good terms and look what happened. I got hired back. But Rosie didn't leave on great terms. Yeah. Yeah. And did a react video and yeah. was hired back and yeah. then was hired back and would probably get hired back. Yes. In a heartbeat. Absolutely. I think there's an in open door. Climate, climate, climate. Yes. <laughs> in this political climate. Climate. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So basically like, yeah, they were like being like, yeah, see, 
just ignoring the fact that the, someone had done the opposite and still gotten fired the or o- still gotten rehired. The only thing that makes me sad about this is that she turned to Brian, the producer, and was like, see, Brian, I finally made news on this show, like, as a joke. <laughs> but, like, no literally didn't. no one is talking about this. Mm-hmm. Like, Joy Behar confirmed that after, like, what, like, 16 years, she was fired from The View and no one cares. Mm-hmm. They just are like, oh, I guess. Like, in this political climate, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> in we, 27. We have bigger stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Hillary Clinton was president, this would be front page oh news. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I want to do one more hot topic, um, which is that there is a new app that lets you upload a picture of a celebrity that you'd like to date and helps you find a lookalike in various dating sites. Or you could just put in a picture of like someone that you think is cute. Like an ex, they said. Yeah, and it can just like mm-hmm. find someone who matches their face. It's called Dating AI. So <laughs> but I guess they were like, is that cool or not? Huh. And everyone was like, no, that's weird. Except for Joy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, I'd put in a pic of Leave Shriver. Yeah. <laughs> Who's her exact type of guy. Which I feel like is bigger news than the yeah. fact that she was fired from The View. That yes. that's her type or that she has a type? Both. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sunny's type is President <laughs> Obama. <laughs> which I is think a- that we should... Go back and see if Leave Shriver's ever been on the View. True. And then see how Joy read the body language, him. and yeah. then read Satan's Sisters, <laughs> and see if there's a Leave yes. character. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. We'll save that for the. We have homework. Yeah. For the mysteries edition of this <laughs> podcast, where I also find out where Barbara Walters is, <laughs> and if she's okay. Yeah. Uh. Would you date, like, would you use that app to find someone who looks like a celeb that you want to date? No, and, like, they said this, too, because you're still only finding someone who's, like, a poor man's version of that person. So I'd rather date someone who I thought was attractive and looked, like, not, not compared to anyone else, you know what I mean? Versus, like, poor man's Sarah Haynes. <laughs> I think that the only way that people are using this app realistically mm-hmm. is to look at people who look like themselves. Like, I think people just are using it. Yeah. Yes. Uploading a picture of themselves. Or maybe this is how I want to use it. <laughs> yeah. It's just to put in a picture of myself and see right. what Same. the app thinks looks yeah. like me. Right. It's really just a glorified, like, Facebook link that's, like, full of ads that says, yeah. like, put in your picture and we'll show you. Yeah. I guess it just kind of spoke to me as someone who I often feel like a poor man's Ollie Alexander from years and years <laughs> because of the amount of people that have, like approached me Mm -hmm. in a bar and been like has anyone ever told you you look like so I feel like like maybe for you this is finally what's missed been missing yeah (laughs) so so there could be like loads of guys out there putting Ollie Alexander's picture and finding you you. and then it's like sorry I'm not him I'm not her but like I am me Uh uh-huh 
see me. <laughs> um, I guess I'll like tell you my story, which is that I once went to a bar. I went, no, I went to big primpin, um, like two years ago when I had blonde hair and I got approached by this guy and I didn't know what was going on. I was like in the bathroom and he was like, Oh, I'm really, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to do this to you, but like, I, I just, I'm such a fan. And I just was like, no. Yeah. And I was drunk and I just was like, haha, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, thank you. And just like started to leave. And then when I left the bathroom, he had gathered his friend and his boyfriend. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, I know you're here. You're just here to have fun and you're like doing your thing. And like, I don't want to bother you, but like, I just need to like, can I have a picture with you? And I was like, no. And then I slowly started to like realize what was happening and that he thought I was Ollie from years and years. And (laughs) yes. And he was like, I just have to introduce you to my boyfriend. And then he did. He was like, we're just such fans of your music. I didn't know what to do. So I just like stood still and just didn't say anything. And I just kind of was like nodding and like, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know if they were being serious because I think there's a resemblance, but not like, like we don't look like twins. Like to see how similar it is. It's not that similar, but like, it's like, there's a there's a resemblance, but it's not like looking in a mirror. Right. So there's a lot of people out there, myself included, who like I'm really bad at recognizing an individual person's face. And so I would easily get blindness. blindness. Yeah. So and um, <laughs> and like all the time, I'll not recognize somebody I actually know or I will right. be like that that looks like a celebrity, right? Like, and I don't know whether it is or not. And so like, I could totally see that happening. I can see like, if you were wearing your fake nose piercing, which I know you were last summer, (laughs) (laughs) and you had your blonde hair, then yes, I could see being in like a dark bar and it being like, the right, right time of night, (laughs) thinking, yes, it's you. So I I just kind of went along with it after I realized what was happening and then I was like dancing with my friends and they were like taking pictures of me. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> and I was living for it at that oh point because I couldn't believe this was happening. <laughs> and then um, later that night I saw on Facebook that they had, or like my, one of my friends like sent me a screenshot of a Facebook post because I, I knew who these people were that were mistaking me, but I didn't know them. But so we had a mutual friend that sent me a screenshot of their like Facebook post that was like, Oh my God, I just met Ollie from years and years. And then he wrote like no pictures. haha," Cause that's like what I said to him. (gasps) And, um, the comments were like, Oh my God, so jealous. And like went (laughs) on and on. You've never told me this. Like, I feel like I don't even know you. (laughs) It's like one of the craziest things that ever happened to me. What the fuck? That's my story. That's really a a beautiful story. And that's like what I think of when I hear about this celebrity dating app. It's like finding the poor man's like version and like I could be someone's poor man's version and I'm ready and willing. At least it's like it's a person it's like an icon that people like 
think is really attractive you know like it's like someone that people are excited to like see in person the worst part is that before this started happening to me i like thought he was the hottest person and then now when people say that to me i'm like i can't like i can't like like him anymore you have to just yeah i have to like be cool about it it's fine yeah someone told me like i don't get told that i look like people but when i do it's always someone that i'm like uh-huh. <laughs> like it's always like lisa Loeb or <laughs> and the gr- the runner up from season two of, of canadian idol who is that just a high compliment from me that's oh. all you need to know um and last week someone told me that i reminded them of amber tamblin and i was like Uh that's one of those that it could be so much worse (laughs) but no one i can guarantee no one is putting amber amber tamblin's (laughs) photo in that app being like this is the girl i need to find yeah and if they're putting lisa loeb's picture it's just returning everybody who's wearing glasses and they're also like a 76 year old man who like is gay but doesn't realize it yeah (laughs) Which yeah, could be so that's the my one. that's actually would work out great for me. <laughs> okay, so let's end this with the View Theater. Oh my god! So this is from the era of Sherry Shepard, okay. um, and it's after she had only been on the View for like a couple weeks, and she really hadn't figured out um, how to handle it. I don't think she right. ever in a million years expected to be co-hosting <laughs> the View, but. <laughs> she got the job and she found herself having discussions such as these which this is probably my favorite thing that ever happened on the view and it's a thing that i still quote all the time i always say i never really thought about it would be to people <laughs> i say it all the time i, I always say, say i never really thought about it would be i or? don't say whoopee i say i never thought about it before yes <laughs> oh my god soulmate um i am whoopee Marie is Sherry, mm-hmm. and Sean is Joy and Barbara. Two legends, one stage. <laughs> Three, even. Um, okay. So you don't believe that evolution happened. Are you saying that, so you don't believe it's possible that God, and I'm going to make it in the way that I speak, so it's fun, okay. that God sneezed and went... I got a great idea and created a universe which then took its movement. Mm-hmm. Because I believe Barbara. From dinosaurs to birds. For all those things, I I believe that God has given us a couple of markers to work from. And so I have to believe that all the knowledge that he's put into us to learn, he said, he said, listen, take it and run with it. This is why I created you. I'm not sure that I can actually. So you believe in both. So you can't, you you can't have one without the other, I think. She doesn't agree with that. And let me just point out. Yes, darling. Four members of the Republican Party who are running for president also do not believe in evolution. So if there was a gasp in the audience, it should be a bigger gasp. Is the world flat? Is the world flat? Yes. I don't know. What do you think? I I never thought about it, Whoopi. Is the world flat? I never thought about it. You never thought about whether the world was round? No, because I... But I'll tell you what I've thought about. How I'm going to feed my child. Well, you can do both. How I'm going to take care of my family. The world 
is the world flat has never entered into that has never been important to me if my son jeffrey asked me if the world is the world flat i guess i would go and look that up didn't somebody already work this question out why are we doing this I'm asking because my question was if science tells us that the world is round, what's where where would you negate that science may say, okay, here's what we think has happened. And if you put your faith in the idea that the world is round, can we not also believe that part of that comes from the is evolution as well? I think God gives us those kind of markers, but there are things that he does say in the Bible that I take a- a- absolutely, and I believe it. The Bible is certainly to be respected and beloved. But what about scientific things like, is the world flat or round? And do we get energy from the sun and so forth? And those are those, that's what I go in. Those those are those markers that God goes, you know, I have a free will and I have a mind. If your son says to you, mom, is the world round or flat? And I'd have to go, baby, we got to go to the library. (laughs) Yes, we got to go to the library. We got to get a book. We got to hit the books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, love it. She actually has talked about it years later. Well, she immediately the next day or something like was like, I know the world is round. Sorry, I just was stupid. Yes. And then like <laughs> year, she, she was I like, went to the library last night. <laughs> All became clear. Jeffrey read to me from the encyclopedia. <laughs> but she's like talked about it years later and just been like, I don't know. She like laughs about it. That's good. Mm -hmm. She was like, I don't know. I was just, all I could think about was how I was going to pay my cable bill. And like, (laughs) it just came out. I get it. Yeah. It Um, really was a defining moment for the view where I thought that the view was sort of done. Yeah. And like all of the bombshells that could happen on the view had happened. And then this happened. And I thought this show's got more life in it. (laughs) (laughs) Got a little more life to live. Life's about to get good. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to leave it there. Oh, I do want to say a shout out to this new Instagram that I'm in love with called The Beehive. The Beehive. The Beehive. How is is it spelled? It's like B-E-H-I-V-E. Yeah similar so, well something <laughs> same, like that same, but yeah um look it up because it's an instagram of just joy behar screenshots and quotes <laughs> and it's run by matt of mm-hmm. matt and viviana who, who did the britney spears did the panel, britney spears panel featuring that I, Marie. which i was a guest yeah and the creators and curators of the tanya harding nancy kerrigan museum yes so it's really good you should look it up mm-hmm. and uh thank you guys for coming and doing this podcast with me Thank you for having me back after you had a month to think about it and you were like, (laughs) it's fine, you can come back. Thank you for coming. I'm so glad I increased your day rate (laughs) because you deserve it. (laughs) Thanks for having me. It's a dream come true. It's a dream come true to have you here and just to like see you in person. This is the most we've ever talked before. I know. And And the most we ever will. (laughs) Yes. This may be the beginning of a long hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so have a great day, everyone, and take a little time to enjoy the library. Bye.